This is Big F for Joe, and you're listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Podcast. Without Memphis, there'd be no hardcore, and obviously we all know where that leads. Live your best life, die your best death. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast. We are as always the Memphis content wrestling cast. Open the podcast that finds you fine and dandy here in officially the first week of uh, uh, February. <laughs> Last week I got me I got me um I got my weeks muddled up. We were still in the uh, the end of January last week and uh, but this week we are officially in uh, February. Today is the 3rd of February. Uh, next week is the Super Bowl. Not this week. <laughs> got, everything, got, everything got all confused last week. And uh, yes, so I do apologise. Um, but you can follow us on Twitter, at Old Bakery Pro. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button here on our home, the place to be wrestling network, home of great shows such as Wrestling's Chicken Salad, PTB, Weekend Special, PTB Ends, Main Event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, The Hamburg All-Stars, The Monday Night Project, Pure Russo Passion, you name it. The network has got it. You can follow the network on Twitter at PTB and Wrestling. You can also find us on our second home, the WrestleCopia Network, home of Ray Russell, who brings you great shows such as the Wrestling Memory Grenade, the Regional Rashland Show, the Wrestling Stoop with Bob Roop, and many other great things. You can find out more about those at WrestleCopia. That is Wrestle, C-O-P-I-A, on Twitter. And don't forget to follow our sister network, the North-South Connection. Again, available on all good podcast suppliers, bringing you such great shows, such as New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Alakat Wakiti, The Jenny Position, Extreme 3-Ray Dance, Cronoso, and many other great shows, again, brought to you on a near-daily basis, covering a whole plethora of topics. You can follow the guys on Twitter, at Network. You can also find them on YouTube. Simply search North-South Connection, as some of they do have some video only podcasts over there, as well as video versions of the audio podcasts. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. Uh, you can also find us on Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash MemphisCast. And while you're out and about on the internet, please visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history, and more. This week we are covering two weeks um, because of the uh, the uh, length of the videos isn't long, and I think one of them is going to be pretty promo heavy. I don't think there's going to be many matches in the first one, so I'm covering two weeks this week. So we're covering the 24th and the 3rd of March, 1984. Last week we covered the 17th of March where we saw promos. Julie Duke and Jerry Lawler, a fellow Brit, haircutting, as well as all the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Before we head down to ringside, let's give you a look at what's happened this week in the world of wrestling. On the 18th of March 1984, there is a show here in the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee. 5,420 witness Tom Jones 
defeating the Executioner via forfeit. That's not unusual. King Conga drawing with Scott Shannon. Harley Davidson and Dirty Rhodes beating the A-Team. Bugsy McGraw defeating Mad Dog. Dutch Mantel defeating the Black Ninja. Stagger Lee and Norvell Austin defeating the Moondogs. The new Fabulous Ones defeating Porkchop Cash and Dream Machine. CWA International Champion Austin Idol defeated Rick Rude via disqualification. Jerry Lawler, Jimmy Hart and Joe LaDuke defeated Kareem Muhammad, King Conga and JJ Dillon. Uh, we may hear more about that on today's show. On the 19th, there is a show in Fort Worth, Texas for World Class Championship Wrestling. 9,400 witness Kelly Kandinsky defeating Chuck Donovan. Iceman King Parsons defeating Buddy Roberts. Michael Hayes defeating Johnny Mantell. Junkyard Dog defeating Jimmy Garvin by disqualification. Chris Adams battling the missing link to a draw. Kerry Von Erich defeating Super Destroyer 1. Kerry and Mike e- Kerry. Kerry Von Erich, Mike Von Erich, Chris Adams, Junkyard Dog and Iceman King Parsons defeat the Super Destroyers, Missing Link, Kamala and Jimmy Garvin in an elimination match. 20th of March in Wellington, New Zealand on a tour by NWA member Steve Rickard. Harley Race wins the NWA World Heavyweight title for an eighth time from Ric Flair. The title change was not publicised in the United States and most fans were unaware of it for years. On the 23rd of March in Kalang, Singapore, Ric Flair regains the NWA world title. Neither this change nor the other change were publicised in the United States. Also on the 23rd, there is a show in Denver, Colorado for the AWA. Steve-O defeats Kevin Kelly. Greg Gagne defeats Ken Patera. Steve Regal, not that one, defeats Brad Rangans. Black Jack Mulligan defeated Bobby Heenan. Mr. Soyito, Jesse Ventura and Jerry Blackwell defeat the Crusher, Mad Dog for Sean, Baron Von Raschke. Also on the 23rd, there is a show in Pittsburgh, PA, in the Civic uh, Civic Arena. 16,500 witnessed the WWF putting on a show which features Charlie Fulton defeating Fred Marziano. Renu Gillette wrestling SD Jones to a time limit draw. My God. The Masked Superstar <laughs> defeating Jose Luis Rivera. Andre the Giant defeating Iron Mike Sharp. Mr. Fuji and Tiger Chung Lee defeating Tony Guerrero and Akia Aida. Ivan Putski defeating Butcher for Sean. Sergeant Slaughter defeats the Wild Samoans in a by disqualification in a handicap match. Andre the Giant wins an 18-man battle royal. And finally, on today, the 24th of March 1984, All Japan Pro Wrestling have a show in the Sumo Hall in Tokyo, Japan. 13,000 witness amongst other matches. Uh, I can run down the card. Uh, Hiramichi Fuyaki drawing with Tarzan Goto. Asurahara. Rocky Hater and Takashi Ishikawa defeating Bob Brown, Ron Bass and Bruno San Martino Jr. NWA International Junior Heavyweight Champion NWA International Junior Champion Mighty Inoa defeated Magic Dragon. AWA World Champion Jumbo Saruda defeated Nick Bockwinkle by disqualification. United National Champion Tenaru Genichiwa defeated Ted DiBiossi. PWF Champion Stan Hansen defeated Giant Bubba by disqualification and we will come back to see what else has happened in a little while but ladies and gentlemen we shall now enter part one of today's festivities as we give you firstly the 24th of march 1984 ladies and gentlemen this is part one of episode 142 of the memphis continental wrestling cast please enjoy out of San Lucento, New Mexico, will be teamed with Dutch Mantel to go in that tag team match. 
We'll be looking at the new fabulous ones a little bit later on. Tommy and Eddie will be in here. And also the Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol later on today will be here in a single match and much more. And we got kind of a special on the king I think everybody's going to enjoy a little bit later right. too. Why don't we take time out right now? We'll be back with our opening bout with the Macho Man in just a moment. Again, by the looks of the length of the video, I don't think we're going to be getting very many matches. But we might be might be pleasantly surprised. Ooh, we're about ready as our Cruz makes his appearance in here. And here comes Jimmy Hart leading the procession with a placard that says Macho Man, the NWA Mid-America Heavyweight Introducing from Topeka, Kansas, to 250 pounds over the right of the screen, Art Cruz. And going against him at 235 pounds from Sarasota, Florida, with Jimmy Hart and Angelo Papo, the NWA Mid-America Champion, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. One fall, 10-minute time limit match. The referee is Jerry Calhoun. Boy, I'll tell you. So we've got Art Cruz versus Randy Savage here by the looks of it. Randy Savage accompanied by Jimmy Hunt and Angela Poffo. Art Cruz, black trunks, white boots. Randy Savage uh, wearing green trunks, black and white boots. Bell rings and we are underway. Call number tie-up. Art Cruz pushes Savage into the ropes. Reversal by Savage. Reversal by Cruz. Reversal by Savage. Reversal by Cruz. Savage now in the corner. Clean break by Savage. Full house here. We keep getting these lovely uh, camera angles by the uh, by the director. Jerry Calhoun, referee as always. Maroon shirt, beige trousers. Go behind, roll up by Savage. One, nope. 
Reverse chin lock there by Savage, but Arku is just uh, turning and rolling and turning and rolling. Gets out of the predicament, gets to the ropes. Jimmy Hart in a very pink, glittery uh, jacket. Randy Savage now goes over the top rope. Takes himself to the commentation station. Randy Savage at this point in time is very, very intense. The promos, the in-ring action. He is a, uh, a live wire. Loose cannon, if you will. Colin over type. Savage pushes Cruz into the corner. And hip tosses him out of the corner. Savage goes over for the cover. One, two, no, no, one count. Cruz back up, picks up Savage. Holy moly, slams him down. Goes for cover himself. One, one count. Art Cruz now with a side headlock. Shove off by Savage. Art Cruz ducks the elbow. Shoulder tackle down goes Savage. Covered by Cruz. One. One count again. Side headlock now again by Art Cruz. Cinching it in. Hair pulled by Savage. Puts Cruz on the ropes. Pulling the face. Choking him now. Oh, neat the back. Get him bent over the top rope there and then need him right in the back. Oh, Mark Cruz rammed headfirst at the top turnbuckle. And then hot shot over the top rope. Savage rolled back in. Savage picks up Mark Cruz by the hair. And then, oh, kicks him right in the throat, chest area. Savage throws out Cruz to the outside. Angela Poffer now distracting the referee. Randy Savage is on the top rope. And double axe to the outside. Across the back of Art Cruz's head. Art Cruz goes rolling over and hits the uh, little staging area where Lance and Dave sit. Art Cruz rolled back in. Savage now going up. No, second rope because the top rope is illegal here. And double axe off the second rope. That's why Jimmy Hart and Angela Poffer keep distracting referee because there is no top rope action here in Memphis. Big slam by Randy Savage. I think he's just going to get just Jay Calhoun's being distracted while Randy Savage goes to the top rope and he hits the elbow. Goes for the cover. One, two, no, 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 no. Randy has not finished with Art Cruz. Jimmy Hart and Anthony Poffer distracting the referee again while uh, Randy goes up to the top. No, 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 nearly, nearly, nearly. Randy's back up to the top rope while the referee's distracted. Oh, hello. Someone's just pushed Dutch, uh, Randy Savage off the top rope. I think that's Dutch Mantel. Randy Savage wins by disqualification, but Jimmy uh, Dutch Mantel came in and pushed Randy Savage off the top rope. Well, I will tell you, no question, that Art Cruz is going to be the judgment. He's asking. Get Jerry to come all around there with him, and I'll beat up both. 
He's got $5,000 now. It's not like losing a title. It's losing money. I don't care if it's one thin dime. I want my money back. Now, I lost it, and I'm going to get it back. Now, I want Savage because I want my money back. I want him looking over his shoulder every night of the week because I'm going to be coming somewhere sometime. Savage, I got my eyes on you. And if I have to get my money back a nickel at a time, I'm going to get it back because, Savage, the next time we climb in the ring, I'm going to get a piece every time I see you, baby. Like I said, if it's only a nickel or a quarter, I'm going to get my money back. Okay, the Dutchman, uh, in case you got in a little bit late, Dave, but Dutch got in there at the nick of time. I think Art Cruz was glad to see him. Uh, Dutch came in. There's Savage up on top of the rope. And look at the Dutchman. Fired him right out in the middle of the ring and there, bounced on him, followed it up, and of course it cost him the disqualification, but uh, at that point he was happy to have him in there. Okay, we got some more action coming up, a lot of it today. We're going to be looking for it in just a moment, right after we take time out for this. fall 10-minute time limit tag team match introducing at a total weight of 444 pounds from memphis tennessee keith robertson and keith eric over on the left of the screen and going against them at a total weight of 447 pounds from san Jacinto, new mexico chief jesse ortega and his partner from oil trough texas dutch mantel one fall, 10-minute time limit match. The referee is Jerry Calhoun. Dutch is, uh, is the uh, most experienced of the wrestlers in the ring right now. Tag team action. We have got Jesse Ortega, Ortega and Dutch Martel going up against Keith Robertson and Keith Eric. Keith Eric in the ring now with Dutch Martel. Keith Eric, uh, blue tights, blue boots. Dutch Martel, black singlet, black boots. Shove off, shoulder tackle. Again, down goes Keith Eric. Dutch Mantel picks up Eric, tags in Jesse Ortega. Red, red boots. Coming in with a full-on dragon twist and again on Keith Eric. Reversal by Keith Eric. Jesse Ortega now rolling out and as applies the hammerlock again now. Is he going up to the second? No, he's going up to the top rope. We've still got hold of the. Uh, oh, a little bit of old. Oh no, little bit, oh lovely bit of uh, lucha libre style there by Jesse Ortega. Went up to the top rope and held on and uh, held onto the arm. 
beautiful drop kicker. Holy moly, right in the fucking chin. Holy shit. What a drop kicker by Ortega. Keith Richard is. Uh, Keith Richards. <laughs> Keith Eric is rocked. Dutchman toe back in. Keith Eric gets the tag, and here comes his partner, Keith Robertson. Black and white trunks, black boots, big body drop there by Dutch Mantel. Jesse Ortega now back tagged in. And he back drops Robertson as well. Ortega picks up Robertson, Iris whips him. Oh, flying uh, forearm there. Shades of Tito Santana. One, no, one count. Irish whip again by Ortega. Big back elbow, down goes Robertson. Just see Ortega firing himself up. No idea who this gentleman is. Never heard of his. The name doesn't sound familiar. Just see Ortega. Professional wrestler. He. Oh, it can't be him. Died in 1937. He been wrestling since 1984. Yeah, he's got yeah, he's got no um, no cage match profile. Keith Robertson. Fired in, Ortega comes back out with a monkey flip out of the corner. Beautifully done there by the uh, young Spanish star. Irish with Ortega. Oh, but bump. Tags in Mantel. Mantel's in. Picks up Keith Robertson with ease. Slams the big man down. Dutch Mantel in the corner and drops a beautiful elbow. Dutch picks up Robertson. Tags in Ortega. Off the top rope distraction. Oh, beautiful top rope drop kick there behind the referee's back. One, two, three. The winners of the match Dutch Mantel and Jesse Ortega. Very entertaining match there. As he came off the ropes and he nailed Robertson, and there was no getting up. He pinned him right there. We've got, uh, we can show you the drop kick. Take a look. He doesn't come straight off. Watch him turn right there and hits him sideways. He falls and he falls so that he's able to catch himself, get up quickly and head back for his opponent to pin him right there for the count of three. And that was it as Chief Jesse Ortega, impressive in his first win. He booted him when he kicked him. Dave, you could just see in that slow-mo, he kicked him in the air about three feet. I mean, his feet just came up off the mat and he nailed him back. He caught him so good. Dandy win, the Dutchman and Chief Jesse Ortega with a win over the two Keiths, Robertson and Eric. We've got more action. We've got the new fabulous ones, and we'll be looking at them later on today. Right now, we're going to take time out, and we'll be back in just a moment. The situation that developed, well, we'll get a chance to get into it here in just a moment. Uh, what happened was an abdication of the Southern Tag belts by the team of well if you get out of my way I might get out of it. Tell those kids to shut up over there man. 
Okay, hey, Eddie Marlin. Oh, that's all we need. Yeah. This is a belt that's going to be used in the tournaments. Okay. I, ha I was just getting ready to explain how... Uh, don't forget Eddie Marlin, who are the no. tag team champions. Why don't you go to the back, Eddie, and get back on the couch and go to sleep? That's what you do best is sleeping, man. Why don't you get to the back? Knock the guy's teeth out. Let me tell you something. What would you do, Russell, if a man turns your back on the ring when I, ha I had the match won and Jerry Lawler turned his back on me, baby? What, is that a low bred coward or not? Is that a coward? Yes, it is a coward. Yes, it is. Talking about the six-man match with you and LaDuke and Jerry Lawler against Zambui and, and Dylan in there. And rather than stand here and listen to all of your side of the story and what you and Joe thought happened on it, I want to show you let's everybody. Show okay, let's take show a look it. right now exactly what happened in that bout. These are highlights. We're about uh, 13 minutes into the action. So seen highlights from the six-man tag from this past Week in the mid South Coliseum, Joe LaDuke, Jimmy Hart, Jerry Lawler against Kareem Mohammed, King Kong, and JJ Dillon. Obviously, King Kong is uh, replacing Mr. Elijah Akeem. King Kong now off the uh, second rope on his uh, on his former partner, Joe LaDuke. Looks like Joe LaDuke is bleeding heavily from the forehead. Chopped by Conga, chopped by Conga, big right hand. Joe LaDuke now with one of his own, rocking the big man from New York City. Tags in Lawler, Lawler's now in. Uh, clip forward. Joe Lawler taken down. Oh, Joe LaDuke from behind, low blows the uh, Mr. Kareem Mohammed. Joe Lawler very happy with that, a little Fargo strut. JJ Dillon now in the ring. Oh, and he gets low blowed from behind by Lawler. What is this, 1998 Monday Night Raw? What the hell is going on? Joe Lawler, second rip on the inside. <laughs> JJ Dillon's doing a fucking... One of the three Stooges fucking gaps from when he's on the floor. He's just going round and around. Jimmy Hart's just stopped the count. He wants to pin JJ Dillon. Hold on, what's going on here? Jimmy Hart wants to pin JJ Dillon. One, two, no. Joe, Jimmy Hart stops the pin again. Jimmy Hart's now explaining to Joe LaDuke that he wants to pin JJ Dillon. Jerry Dukes are coming in, trying to explain to Jerry Lawler that Jimmy Hart needs to be should be pinning him. Jimmy Hart pins. One, two, kick out by JJ Dillon. JJ Dillon kicks out. JJ Dillon kicks out. Jimmy Hart oh goes for splash, but JJ Dillon moves. Jimmy Hart goes over to get attacked from Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler says, No way, brother. JJ Dillon's got a hold of Jimmy Hart. And big right hand by Dillon. Dillon is a, is a former wrestler. He was a wrestler before. He was a manager. So he, he has got experience in the ring. He knows what he's doing. He tags in Mr. Kareem Mohammed. Jimmy Hart escapes just. And tags in Joe LaDuke. Joe LaDuke now attacking Mr. Kareem Mohammed. Side of luck tags in Lawler. Lawler now with a kick to the gut. Oh, and a big right hand. Oh. Finger to the eyes by Muhammad. Big right hand. Oh. Joe Lawler tags in. No. Joe LaDuke walked away from the tag. Joe LaDuke walked away from the tag. Kareem Muhammad now continues to uh, punish Lawler. Again, Lawler wants the tag, but Hart and LaDuke walk away. 
We now clip forward with uh, Lawler fighting Muhammad out of the corner. Peppering him with right hands and back elbows. Joe Lawler again wants the tag. Joe Duke says, no, you're doing fine. Oh, Lawler sucker punches Joe Duke now kicking him on the apron. Lawler's had enough. Turns around and hits Muhammad. Joe Duke's in the ring now, though. Spins him around. Oh, Jesus Christ, what a right hand by the Duke. Holy fuck. That looked... Woohoo! Jello Duke and Jimmy Hart are now walking away by the looks of it. Looks like they're leaving the ringside area. Oh, JJ Dillon now in, working over Jerry Lawler, who's by himself by the looks of it. Oh, JJ Dillon rubbing the laces of his uh, sneakers on the face of Lawler. Big right hand by Kareem, knocks down Lawler. Kareem picks up Lawler. Oh, slams him down with ease. Goes for the cover. One, two. Lawler kicks out. Lawler kicks out. King Konga now comes in. Double. Looks like we're going double uh, second rope manoeuvres here. Or bottom rope by Fakuri Mohammed. They went for a double headbutts, but both men missed. Jerry Lawler is now up, and the strap is down. The strap is down. King Konga up. Lawler's got Conga by the head, got Kareem Muhammad by the head, and a double nugger nugger. Lawler from behind. Sorry, JJ Dillon got caught from behind. Lawler now punching him in the corner. Right hands, right hands. Kareem Muhammad. Oh no, he went to squash Lawler, but Lawler moved. Lawler's got the pin. One, two, three. Lawler wins. Lawler wins. And the crowd go bananas. Jodie Duke set up a, uh, a little folding look picnic table here and some candles. God knows what he's about to do. Lance Russell, I'm going to show you what this is all about. What, do do? what in the world are you doing here? Jimmy, you know, we got a television program now here. We don't have all much. this beautiful thing here. Now, Lawler, you know one thing, King? is that you never had one partner before as good as me to win those belts. So we want it now there in your face. Let's go for the Jimmy tournament. And now the tournament is set up. Let's go with the man and the boy. Now, Lance Russell, 
I want you to get down on your knees. Over here, come on down over here. What is this, Joe? Over here, hey, listen, I'll hold the mic for you, Russell. I'll hold the mic for you. Now, let's get down over here. Give me your hand. Judah I'm Russell Lance. Russell. Lance Russell's like, uh, uh, no. So he's got two candles um, on the edges of the table, so obviously when you arm wrestle, you're going to potentially burn your hand. And obviously, uh, Joe LeDuc's saying he's got no uh, blemishes. He's got no blemishes on his hand, so he's obviously won. He, want, he wants to. He wants to. I thought he wanted to challenge Lance Russell, but uh, he seems to want to challenge anybody, predominantly Jerry Lawler. Time is short. Lawler, the furniture man, the king, the winner, the Memphis special. Come on, big boy. Joe. Come on, Joe. see up. We're wasting time, baby. How much fire? No, he's not crazy. He's, he's not, not going to come out here. Don't tell me I'm crazy. Don't tell him crazy. crazy. All right. Well, I mean, you're talking about arm wrestling and putting a hand down on the fire. All right, Joe. Okay, okay. Well, it's obvious he's not coming out here. He is not going to come out here and participate. You admit that he's a coward. No, I didn't say he's a coward. He's, he's not stupid to come out here and put a hand down. We're going to leave the boys with the boys, Russell. So goodbye. Okay. Jimmy Hart. He, he, I think he actually believes. Oh, or come out here and, and, and participate in something like that where. Okay. Where uh, you could stand a chance of getting your hand down in there and holding it in that fire. That's crazy. The end result was, though, with uh, the match, and you saw exactly what happened in there. Lawler had to pin Kareem Muhammad of the Zambui Express, King Kong, and J.J. Dillon. And, and Lawler had to pin. No, no, Hart's got to get to glory. He's got to get the pin on Dylan. So you saw the end result of that happening in there, and it ended up with Joe and Jerry Lawler. Uh, you know, I don't think it comes as a surprise to anybody that uh, Lawler and LeDuc split up. That didn't figure to last too long anyhow. Lawler said, hey, he told Eddie Marlin, I am not having any part of it. I am turning it back in. Forget it. I'm not a Southern Tag Champion. And uh, so the belts went back to Eddie Marlin. Eddie uh, set up a tournament. It will be held in Memphis, Tennessee at the Mid-South Coliseum, and the Southern Tag Tournament will be down there. There will be a new winner out of it. As of now, the belts are not held by anybody, but following that tournament that will be held in Memphis, Tennessee, there will be some new Southern Tag champions. I didn't give too much opportunity to the team of Lawler and LaDuke holding together, and, well, it blew up. We're going to take time out. We're going to be back in just a moment. Right now, before we uh, get on with the action in the ring, we want to pay a little tribute to a guy we always like to see some special things on. We're talking about the king, Jerry Lawler. Let's take a look.
So we've got a nice little music video here for the King to uh, Van Halen's jump. Seeing uh, Jerry sitting on a uh, Corvette. Seen some fireworks gone off. We've seen uh, Lawler come into the ring. Seen him against uh, the Russian invader. Oh, now attacking Jimmy Hart. Attacking Nick, uh, having a match with Nick Bockwinkle. So this is, uh, oh, nice uh, fiery. Uh, What the hell are those slip-on shoes called? I've got a pair of them in fucking self. I can't remember what they're called. See Joe Lawler now in the cage against uh, Randy Savage. A big splash. As a uh, might as well jump hits. Jump. <laughs> they're trying to. Um, <laughs> they're trying to. Um, Play off the uh, jump, the, the actual video from Van Halen. You can watch this uh, over on uh, the YouTube channel. There is a link in the description. I'm supposed they haven't got him with his back to a record machine, but they haven't. Nice mirrored image there. Lola slamming invader. Jump and then jumps as the uh, as the jump hits. Very good, very well timed uh, video here for the song. <laughs> and then he's doing the uh, David Lee Roth jump as well against the brick wall. <laughs> and some geezer jumping out of an airplane. That's about. Whatever happened to him? He never got to the ground. Oh boy! Whatever happened? Whatever happened there? I'll tell you what fucking happened there. <laughs> Jackie Vargo said that's one thing, and saw the tank belts, you know, he had them at one time, and uh, he said bring them back home, so we're going to be wrestling a lot of good teams, and yeah, looking forward to it. You know, the thing is, a lot of them are friends, we may be facing some of them, but we're going to come out and try to win that thing, and you know, there may be a lot of people trying to say that I mean, the fabulous one's got a little bit more uh, the, you know, determination over it, and when it comes to that tournament, every team in it is going to be ready, and we got to be ready, we know it, we're going to come out there for the people and try to win. You called it right, and we're going to be looking forward to seeing that. I'm sorry that... Uh, pretty best back there, too, Lance. Eddie Marlin well, set up this one-night thing. It'll be in the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, with a lot of the teams in there. We I'm want to the time down, and we're looking forward to it. Thank you, Lance. Tommy Wildfire, Richard, Eddie Gilbert. Jackie Fargo's fabulous one. Hey! 
going to be one fall, 10-minute time limit. Introducing a total weight of 460 pounds. Memphis, Tennessee, Big Lou Winston, his partner from Hearts Unknown, the Pink Panther. Going against him at a total of 434 pounds from Hendersonville, Tennessee, and from Lexington, Tennessee, Tommy Rich and Eddie Gilbert, the new fabulous ones. One fall, 10-minute time limit match, Jerry Calhoun's the referee. Tag team action here. This is the first time we've seen the fabulous ones in ring on the podcast, and they are going up against Lou Winston and the Pink Panther. Tommy Rich signed for his team. Black, uh, black. Oh, that's that's finished. We didn't say it's clipped. God damn it! Tommy Wildfire, Rich, and Eddie Gilbert. We're going to take time out. We got more of it coming up for you in just a moment. I'm guessing the Fabs won. I don't understand because obviously this is the, whoever recorded this originally. Um, would have cut this and not recorded parts of it, so I don't understand what I don't understand. But anywho, the fabulous ones won. And a little more pleasant entry in the uh, hope today than and leaving than than the last time we talked. You know, Lance. Ever since I first came to this area, you know, I was never one to really be. You know, never, 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 never really one to lay any mush mouth on anybody. I've never been real soft-spoken, Lance. You know that. You know that from all, always in the past. And some people have mistaken it. They've said, well, Austin I was a little cocky. Austin Island may be just a little bit uh, conceited. But that ain't the fact, Jack. The fact is, you see, you, you'll mistake a little bit of cockiness or conceit now for, uh, for confidence. Because no matter what you're doing, you got to have confidence, you know. And Rick Rude has gone everywhere now, Lance. He's called everybody and said he has finally made his mark in professional wrestling. He said he has finally done the ultimate. He said he humiliated what he did. He degraded which he did. He made me feel like a fool, which he did right here on this high-powered television show. <laughs> but Don, you know the old saying is, what goes around comes around. Now, big man, big tough man, Rick Rude, says, oh yeah, says Angel was carrying a sack of groceries up the stairs and fell down. And that's how she bruised and bruised her face up. Well, I think we know something a little bit different, don't we? Yeah, we know something a little bit different. Oh, Angel, she didn't fall down those stairs and bruise her face up, darling. See, see, because, you know, he's so tough, man. He's such a big, tough dude. See, he can't take his frustrations out on a man, Lance. He can't take them out on, on you or somebody else like Dave Brown or anybody in the street, Jack. You know where he takes his frustrations out? He takes them out on a woman. Yeah, a woman. A big, tough woman beater. And you can tell everybody in the world that you didn't beat her up, darling. But I'm not dumb enough to believe it. You're not dumb enough to believe it. And nobody in this television audience is dumb enough to believe that you did not beat up that long lady. Now, I'm telling you one thing, darling. You may have did a number on her, and you may have embarrassed me a little bit, Jack. But the time is going to come when I'm going to get my revenge, you see. And I ain't talking about taking him and pinning his shoulders for one, two, three, because I don't care about that, you see. I don't care about, about, about taking him and, and humiliating him. <laughs> so much you know what i'm saying i'm talking about this dude don't deserve just to be beaten he deserves to be horse whipped you know what i'm saying i'm talking about a good old-fashioned southern horse whipping dollar and if i got anything to do with it i'm gonna do a little bit more than horse whip you jack i'm gonna make you pay for the day you did what you did to me Doc. my time's coming and i'm gonna get it real soon jack okay that's austin idol a heartthrob and he uh having his say about Rick Rude, somebody who has uh, become an instant enemy. 
to the idol. Referee Jerry Calhoun hops in, and we're about ready to go. Dave, introduction. It'll be a one-fall, ten-minute time limit match, and introducing from Memphis, Tennessee, at 208 pounds, Pat Hutchinson, going against him from Las Vegas, Nevada, 242 pounds, the universal heartthrob, Austin Idol. One-fall, ten-minute time limit, Jerry Calhoun's the referee. We've got Pat Hutchinson versus Austin Idol. Pat Hutchinson, black tights, black boots. Austin Idol, black tights, red boots. Austin Idol's had a haircut. Looks like uh, it looks like sort of 1994 uh, Ric Flair. Oh, throws Pat Hutchinson to the outside and then throws him over the commentation station. And again, Austin Idol uh, making an example of Pat Hutchinson here. And then throws him back into the ring. Follows behind. Just shouting Rick Rude's name. Big right hand there by Austin Idol. Down goes Pat. He's got like 94-98 sort of Ric Flair hair here as Austin Idol. Big chop there by Idol. Down goes Pat again. Just shouting Rick Rude, Rick Rude. Oh, picks him up just to knock him back down again with a knife edge chop. Picks him up and slams him with a thoratar. Picks him up again and slams him down with a thoratar. Idle to the corner, drops a knee across the chest and then rubs his balls in his face. Grabs his leg and goes for the Las Vegas leg look in the middle of the ring. Pat gives, Pat gives, Pat gives. Rick Rude's here, Rick Rude is here again, Rick Rude, attacking off Boston Idol from behind again. Knee to the backs, knee to the backs. He's now whipping him, whipping him like a dog, he's whipping him like a dog, he's whipping him like a dog. Rick Rude with a fucking belt, whipping him like a dog. Oh, Austin Idol picks him up and... Atomic drop! Rick Rude's now in trouble, Austin Idol's got the whip, he's got the whip. Rips his shirt off and he's whipping him, he's whipping him like a dog, he's whipping him like a dog by gold. But God, it's working like a dog. Rick Rude escapes. Rick Rude escapes with Jimmy Hart. Austin Idol like a man possessed. It's like a... Holy moly. Austin Idol wins and then Pat Hutchinson... No, Austin Idol beats Pat Hutchinson and then Rick Rude comes in and whips him like a dog. Okay, Austin Idol and uh, Rick Rude having their own personal little uh, set to right there at the end of that match. But the end result of it is uh, the official winner of that bout was Austin Idol. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the 24th of March, 1984. We will be back after these messages with the 30th of March, 1984. We'll see you in a little bit. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following... Can you imagine sneezing in one of these? I almost did. I'm Wally Shira. When I suffered cold symptoms in my space mission, I took Actifed. An Actifed containing triprolidine gave me fast, effective relief. It's the nasal decongestant antihistamine tablet most prescribed by doctors over the last 10 years for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, and sneezing. Today, full-strength Actifed is available without a prescription. 
Actifed, most prescribed by doctors, now available without a prescription. Marathon winner Bill Rogers and his mother disagree about breakfast. I'm always on the run, so my sausage has got to be fast. Well, when you lived at home, I made great tasting sausage. But, Mom... My sausage has the finest spices. So juicy and tasty. Mmm. Mine tastes great, too. It takes just five minutes. My, my sausage, sausage is Swift Premium Brown and Serve. <laughs> Swift Premium Brown and Serve Sausage. Great taste. Mmm. Without the weight. Also try Brown and Serve Country Recipe. This RCA Color Track 2000 makes the most of space. See how advanced RCA design lets a 25-inch color track fit into the same space as a 19-inch set with a picture that's incredibly lifelike. Compared to a 19-inch set, the Color Track 2000 gives you 70% more picture to watch in the same space. See your RCA dealer for special values through December 24th. Mate, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's now. the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrate? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrate is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man grace. <laughs> they are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. <laughs> It weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grate. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> Again, <laughs> this commercial is like a mini-series. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are now going to be watching a continuing part two, the 31st of March, 1984. But first, let's see what's happened around the rest of the wrestling world this week. On the 25th of March, 1984, WF holds a show in Madison Square Garden, New York City. 26,092 winners. Bob. Backland and Greg Valentine battling to a double countout. Roddy Piper and David Schultz defeating Andre the Giant and Jimmy Snooker by disqualification. WF Tag Team Champions Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas battling the Wild Samoans to a no contest. Iron Sheik defeating Ivan Putski. WF Intercontinental Champion Tito Santana battling Paul Orndorff to a draw. Sergeant Slaughter defeating Mr. Fujin Tiger Chung Lee in a handicap match. Akia Maido defeating Pierre Lefebvre. Tony Guerrero defeating Iron Mike Sharp by disqualification. Brian Blair defeating Charlie Fulton. S.D. Jones defeating Rene Goulet. 
AWA has also got a show. St. Paul, Minnesota, 19,000. Greg Gagne and the Crusher defeat Sheik Adnanal Kaisi and Joe Blackwell in a steel cage match. Nick Bockwinkle battles, uh, sorry, beats Blackjack Mulligan to a disqualification. Mr. Sugito defeats Baron Von Arashki. Steve-O battles Larry Zabisco to a draw. Kevin Kelly defeats Kenny J. The Fabulous Ones defeat Jake Milliman, Mil, yeah, Mil, Milliman and Jesse Ventura. Steve Regal, not that one, beats Book Zumhoff to win the AWA lightweight title. 26th of March, there is a show here in Memphis, and one of the matches is the fabulous, the new Fabulous Ones defeating Austin Norvell Austin and Stagger Lee to win the vacant Southern Tag Team titles. Also in Mexico, El Canek defeats Enrique Vera to win the UWA World title. And then finally, 31st of March 1984, we've got three shows here. Uh, first, Lakeland, Florida at the Civic Center. Billy Jack Haynes defeats Kendo Nagasaki to win the NWA Florida title. Also in Stampede Wrestling on this day, the British Bulldogs defeat Bad News Allen and Cuban Assassin to win the international tag team titles. And finally, AWA have got a show in Milwaukee, Wisconsin in the Mecca Arena, 9,889. With Kevin Kelly defeating St- Tom Stone, Brad Rangins wrestling Larry Zabisco to a time limit draw. My God, that must have been a tedious. <laughs> Blackjack Lancer defeating Chris Markov. Greg Gagne defeats Kempatera. The Fabulous Ones defeat Roger Kirby and Steve Regal. Nick Bockwinkle defeats Blackjack Mulligan. And then in a steel cage match with special guest referee Book Zumhoff. How is that fucking special? Baron Von Raschke, Mad Dog for Sean and The Crusher defeat Jesse Ventura, Mr. Soyito and Jerry Blackwell. Ladies and gentlemen, please uh, welcome the last episode of March 1984. This is the 31st of March for part two of episode 142 of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy! Uh, I'm sure he'll have some of his first family members. We'll be taking a very special look at the boy from New York City and have some words about him a little bit later on. All of it's coming up today on Championship Wrestling. We certainly hope you'll just kind of make yourself comfortable and stay with us for uh, the next little while as uh, we get Championship Wrestling underway. Stay with us. Back with that opening single match with Harley Davidson in just a moment. some of the events of uh, the last few days Jimmy Hart looks like no Lance craziest week of my entire professional career everything seems to be crumbling down on Jimmy Hart this week let me tell you this right now baby one of the best wrestlers I've ever had in my life a man that's been with me for two and a half years the dream machine in pork chop cash the dream machine in a match Wednesday night against Jackie Fargo's fabulous ones got his ankle broke okay and now, that's right, that's right, you people laugh because you see, you people are sick. That is legit, he uh, has his ankle broken, he is out till middle of 1985, doesn't really wrestle that much afterwards. Nine or ten months with a broken ankle. Well, let me tell you something, Fabulous Ones, and you can bank on this, baby. Whatever it takes, whatever I have to do, the family will get even. You know what I'm saying, baby? He who laughs, laughs, will laugh the loudest, and Jimmy Hart will get the last laugh, I promise you that. But... One other thing I want to talk about today, ma'am. How many times have I stood out here and I've said, hey, 
I've got the man that's going to take Jerry Lawler out. I've got the wrestler that I brought in, baby, that's going to get rid of the king once and all. Tell me, how many times well, have I said it? You've said it. I can think of many, many times. You're right. Probably 100 times, maybe 200. But somehow or some way, the king always comes through. Well, baby, my search is over. Because, you know, this week I did a little bit of phone calling. And my phone bill is about 800 bucks. I'll tell you that right now. Because this man is hard to find. This man is hard to get. Because, you see, everybody wants him because he is a star. Or should I say a superstar in professional wrestling. And his name is Ox Baker. Ox the Heart Punch Baker. You know why they call him the Heart Punch? No one. Well, I thought you would never ask. Well, I'll tell you why, baby. Because, you see, he's taken two men out. Two men out permanently, a man by the name of Ray Gunkel and a man by the name of Alberto Torres. You know, why don't you ask them what the heart punch could do? But, you know, you can't ask them because, like I said, you'll have to ask their families because they're no longer with us. But what I've got right now, baby, I've got a little film clip. The man was in a movie called Escape from New York. And I can sit and talk about how big he is and how bad he is. But look how big this man really is. Roll the film upstairs, brother. Roll the film. There you go. Come on, roll the film. They're getting it set up right now. The guys upstairs are definitely asleep, but this is worth waiting for. Escape from New York, Ox Baker, a superstar in professional wrestling. So we're seeing footage of uh, Ox Baker in the Escape to New York City film. Uh... Who the hell was that? I can't remember. Not Patrick Swayze. Was it Pat? No. Kurt Russell. Is it Kurt Russell? Escape to New York. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Released 24th of September 1981 as a uh, John Carpenter film. Made 25.2 million dollars. And Ox, uh, Ox Baker is in it. And apparently, Ox Baker's coming to Memphis. Deep joy. Um, he is. Been wrestling. He is big and bad, man. Like I said, I had to make a lot of phone calls to get the man. But I think I've got another little tape here that I want to show you. The legendary Ox the Heart Punch Baker. Are you ready upstairs, guys? All right, here he is. Look at this. Look at this, Dave. Come on. Look at him. Come on. The other night, I was beating somebody up, and I went to the dressing room, and I got disqualified again because I kept pounding on that man, and the referee, again, this Mickey Mouse referee, disqualified the fantastic Ox Baker. I got a call from Jimmy Hart, and he said, Ox Baker, I heard that you got a goal in life that you like to beat people up. You like to torture people that you killed two men in the ring. Yes, that's all true. I've never told the wrestling fans anywhere in the country that I'm the world's greatest wrestler. I've never told everybody I know all the wrestling moods. I was glad Jimmy Hart called me. He told me he has an enemy that he wants destroyed, not just beat up with that heart punch of mine, which I've made famous all over the world. I love to hurt people. I love to get in the ring and watch them fall down. And like the two men that I killed, you know, their wives asked me if I apologized to them about their husbands. Their husbands were not in shape. And Jerry Lawler, if you're not in shape when you step in the ring with Oxbaker, and when I raise this heart punch, 
Two men never went home to their families after I hit them with them. I'm famous for the heart punch in death matches. Two men didn't make it home after I hit them with this heart punch. Last week, I ripped a tooth out of a man's mouth. I like to beat people up. And Jimmy Hart, I hope the people thank you for bringing the fantastic Ox Baker. People of Memphis, people of the world, you might not know me when I stepped in front of this TV, but when I finish up in Memphis, you're going to forget about Elvis, you're going to forget about Jerry Lauer, and the only thing you're going to think about is Ox Baker. Because I love to hurt people. And Jerry Lauer, I'm going to hurt you. To thank me for bringing in the greatest athlete in the world today, Ox the Heart Punch Baker. So, just a few things. One, at this point, if you've ever seen a picture of Ox Baker, he's 50 in 1984. He's here for about a month. He did kind of not kill two people. Um... On so this is from Wikipedia. On June the thirteenth, nineteen seventy-one, Baker and his partner, The Claw, were wrestling an AWA Midwest Tag Team Title match against Alberto Torres and Cowboy Bob Ellis. Torres died shortly after the match, which was with, with the cause determined to be a result of a heart disease. This was worked into an angle in which Baker's heart punch was blamed to reinforce Baker's wrestling heel persona. On the 1st of August 1972, Baker lost to Ray Gunkel. Following the match, Ray Gunkel also died. His death has been variously, variously attributed to a blood clot, which led to a heart attack or simply to heart disease. Again, the death was worked into the Baker character. Um, so yeah, he kind of he he is right. He is obviously well because he, he's. Cafe brother, he's saying that he kind of killed two people, but he kind of did, didn't, did kind of coincidency stuff. But he's going to be here for about a month. Um, I don't think we, we probably won't see him on TV much. But Ox Baker is here, and he's yeah, he's a, he's a he's a legend in the world of professional wrestling. So it's, uh, it's nice to see. I didn't realise he came in the territory. So it's, you know, good times. What's the matter, Lauder? Your knees knocking now, Lauder? I know they are because, like I said, I've tried for a long time, but I promise you, Ox Baker will take you out, baby. Eddie Marlin, you better get ready. You better get the stretches because from now on, everybody's going to be carried out. That's going to be a promise from me to you. Ox Baker, you saw him. Arch's latest uh, find. Stepping up to the ring right now. Just kind of catch up on uh, what's been going on uh, around the territory in uh, the last few weeks. The Southern Tag Team titles were vacated and resulted in a one-night tournament being held at the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, the top tag teams from all around the area participated uh, trying to win the uh, Southern Tag Team titles. Got down to the final four, the final four, uh, the fabulous ones, and Staggerly and Norvell Austin. And here is the match for the titles. Here's what happened. So I've seen footage of the Fabulous Ones versus uh, Staggerly and Norvell Austin. Full of very uh, poorly executed flying head scissors there by Tommy Rich. When you think flying head scissors, you don't think the wildfire Tommy Rich. <laughs> All four men wearing some very colourful outfits. 
Norville, Austin and Ed and Stagley aren't, I don't think they're quite the pretty young things yet. They're not quite the PYTs, but I don't think that's far from coming. It looks like a nice even-paced match here. We're seeing bits and pieces. Stagley's still wearing that mask. He's not gone back to Coco wear yet. Excuse me. Out. Shoved off. Oh no! Pulled the mask off. Holy mo! I've just, I've just talked that up. Tommy Rich just pulled the mask off. Staggerly now, wailing the wild Tommy Rich. And he's like, <laughs> I talked that one up. I swear to God, I hadn't seen that. Head, swear to God. <laughs> oh, Tommy Rich with the backslide gets the pin. Staggerly's feet were in the rope. Staggerly now. Oh, they've just annihilated the fabulous ones with those tag team belts. Holy moly. Oh, down goes the referee. To Coco Ware and Norfolk. The trash. Good God, they're busted open. Trash being thrown. Referee's getting some as well. Oh, Coco Ware with a chair, with a belt shot. Off the top rope now. Fist dropped by Coco. Holy moly. We are seeing a new side to Norfolk Austin and Coco Ware, and I am loving it. Dutchman turns and some other guys now come in to try and get rid of uh, Austin and Ware. But there, the belts won by uh, the fabulous ones, Tommy Rich and Eddie Gilbert. But uh, then you saw what happened with Stagger Lee and Norvell Austin. They've had quite a change of attitude. As a matter of fact, well, you, you can decide for yourself and understand how they want to be known as the PYT Express. Here they are. They've slowed that music down as well. They've slowed um, the Michael Jackson music down. Again, I didn't know this. I didn't know they were... I knew they were going to be the pre-YTs, but I didn't know when it was coming. And I'm going to tell you one time, and I hope a certain a group of people is listening, they know who I'm talking about. We tired of taking back seats to people like Tommy Rich and Eddie Gilbert. They call themselves the fabulous one. Well, we ain't taking no back seats from nobody like that. And all these little pretty girls running around is always calling and screaming at Tommy Rich and Eddie Gilbert. But look at our dress. Look at our colors, baby. From now on, we're going to get all the attention from these pretty young ladies. Young little Mike. Let me tell you, redneck, something over there. You're looking at a good team, baby. You're looking at the... They need to turn the music down. They need to turn the music down. We can't quite hear the fucking promos. looking at a new team and you people think that Tommy Rich and Eddie Gibbard are champions well y'all got another thing coming you know that y'all need to wake up because this is 1984 baby you see what I'm saying this is our time and it's our time now so I want to tell you something Tommy Rich and Eddie Gibbard if you can are champions baby y'all got one thing coming you are wrong you are wrong, baby, because you know what, Novell, I want to say this. Yeah, I want to say this. You know, we don't have to sit in the back of the bus no more. We don't have to drive the bus no more. 
we own the company. Like we said, we ain't taking no backseat to nobody, no more. So now, I'm gonna show you one other thing, baby, that we bad, we tough. TYT, the T stands for tough, and we've been to show you how to get down. We've got the opportunity right here as the opponents uh, for the PYT Express are standing in the ring right now. They need to stop playing the fucking Michael Jackson song. The Michael Jackson. All right, one fall, 10-minute time limit match coming up here. Total weight is 465 pounds. And introducing from Topeka, Kansas, Art Cruz. And from San Jacinto, New Mexico, Chief Jesse Ortega. And going against him at a total weight of 400. I guess PYT's uh, one. Now, this is the episode I thought would have more wrestling and less promos. And the other part one was more, was, yeah, so this is sort of on my throne. But the fab, the new fabs are here and they're. Uh, Hugging babies and shaking hands and getting uh, phone numbers probably and uh, yes yes yes. <laughs> Again, Eddie Gilbert looks ecstatic to be here. He looks so fucking happy. It's like <laughs> two weeks, like a month ago, I was in WWF. Now I'm here. <laughs> And that's obviously no slant to Memphis, but Eddie Gilbert just doesn't look happy. <laughs> well, you guys have got the belts right here. The, uh, the Southern Tag Team titles, you won them in the tournament. I know you're not happy about what happened after that, though. You know, Dave, before we start talking about what happened uh, last week, I just, you know, Eddie and myself, we've been doing a lot of thinking, you know, uh, when Jackie called, you know, and uh, he asked us, you know, we had a chance to come back home and uh, be a part of something that uh, it's one of the biggest things in the country. You know, Jackie Fargo, you know, he's known all over the country. And it was a big thing, you know, to come back and especially to get to be one of Jackie Fargo's fabulous ones. You know, but uh, just like I said last week, I don't know, uh, we won the match, we won the belts, and but when it was laying there, Norvell and... Uh, Coco or whatever, whatever they want to be called. I don't, you know, that right now I'm talking about something that really, it, it's, it's bothered Eddie and it's bothered me all week. We was laying there, we was both bloody and, uh, and you know, about half out of it and, and we heard some boos, you know, some people booing out in the crowd. And I mean, you know, I, I've been on both sides of the fence. I mean, everybody ain't going to like you all the time, but it was more than just a few of the people booing, you know, and, and Eddie and myself, you know, to win them belts, it was, you know, I've won the world heavyweight title at one time. I held that, and, and that was a big thrill. But to come home, Memphis, Tennessee, and, and to win the belts, you know, it was the biggest thing that ever happened. And just like I said, we was laying there, and after we got back to the back, you know, we sat in the back for a long time and we talked about it. And, uh, you know, all we could come up with was that a lot of the people thought we were here trying to replace Stay, uh, Steve Kern and Stanley Lane. Well, that's not what we're here for. That's Eddie Gilbert. I'm Tommy Rich. The name of the fabulous ones, Jackie Fargo made that name. And as far as Stan and Steve, you know, they were very good friends of Eddie's and mine both. They're the ones that wanted to go to Minnesota, to New York, and travel all over the country. I mean, I've done it, but I wanted to come home and I had a chance. And, and what I'm saying is, I don't really know how, what exactly I'm trying to say, but it's like when I was 11 years old 
You know, I was 11 years old, and my father, he went off, you know, he went off and left my mother and me. You know, and, and, and I thought, well, nobody can ever take his place. And my mother, you know, after it was over, sure, she's seen some other men. And, and, and I kind of held it against the men, you know. I'd go to sleep, and during the night I'd get mad. I'd wake up, and, I, and at first I'd be mad at them men. And, but when I was laying in that ring last week with blood all over me, and I heard them people booing, you know, I kind of thought, you know, I realized it wasn't them men's fault. The fuck is this prick talking about? My God. Cocaine's a marvelous drug. And, and so, I mean, it wasn't like they were trying to take his place. He's the one that chose to live. And, and uh, I don't know if, if, if that's the same thing that, that I mean, it's not, is, I mean, that's my family's what I'm trying to say there. But all these people, you know, we come home, we, we're doing it for They certainly aren't the fabulous ones on the mic, that's for sure. God almighty, Tommy Rich, shut up! Backbone. There's what, they're what makes wrestling happen. And all I want to say is that we're not here to take Stephen Stan's place. We're here as Eddie Gilbert and Tommy Rich, and we're going to do it just like it's supposed to be done. And we ain't going to let Jackie down and none of these dead dumb people out here. Well said, I think. You know, Tommy's right. That's exactly what I've been thinking. But you know, the whole thing gets down to Stagger Lee, Coco Ware, and Norville. Well said. Well said. Right here's the proof, baby. You may have left us in our own blood, but right here's the proof. We are the champions. And if you two think that you're going to start your PYT Express or whatever you call it by rolling over us, your first thing, and you got another thing coming, brother. You're not going to make a reputation off us because that's one thing that Jackie asked of us and told us and questioned us about. Don't ever let anybody make a reputation off of you, and that's exactly what we're not going to do, brother. And if you, we're, oh, we're psyched up, we're ready this week. Y'all bring it on because we're ready and I'm hopping mad. And if they want a good Southern Wolfen brother, you come two guys that can do it. <laughs> Eddie, go. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you. That was a fucking, that was a promo. Not whatever the fuck came out of Tommy Rich's mouth. God damn it. We've got Johnny Wilhoit versus Rick Rude, Rick Rude, black tights, white boots, Johnny Wilhoit, black trunks, white boots, Rick Rude punishing Johnny Wilhoit, picks him up again, Wilhoit is not a small man, Rude drops him across the top rope, holy shit, snapped his neck, Rick Rude stomping away on Wilhoit, and then launches him out of the ring through the top of the middle rope, Rick Rude following him to the outside, we're going to get some outside. We have got some outside camera action. Rick Rude's got Will Hoyt. Smashes him into the ring post. Rude throws Will Hoyt back into the ring. Rick Rude follows him now. Clobbering, kicking. Whatever the ravishing one can do to get the upper hand on this young man. Irish whip. No, no. Throws him back through the ropes again to the outside. Will Hoyt's still got his t-shirt on. Rick Rude goes to the back to the outside. And... Oh no, Will Hoyt, Will Hoyt pushed Rude off and Rude hit the steel ring post that time. Hurt his shoulder by the looks of it. 
Will Hoyt now in. Oh, right hand. Right hand. Right hand by Will Hoyt. He's got Rude and the Irish whips him. Beautiful. That was a... He went for the drop kick, but he hit him more with the knees. That was more of a drop knee to the face. Rick Rude's gone scurrying to the outside. What is this garbage? After that, I'm surprised. I don't know why Rick Rude hasn't been counted out. I don't know why Rick Rude hasn't been counted out. Sorry, you might not have heard that because I forgot to drop the hot volume. You know, it's a good thing that's why. It's a good thing you ain't packed in your wrestling stage right I keep... You know what? Look at him. Look at Austin. He's brave after Rick thought he wrestled. Watch out, Rick. Oh, heart from behind. Jump Austin Idol. 2 on 1 now, and Austin Idol, Austin Idol getting attacked by Jimmy Hart and Rick Rude. Rick Rude throws Austin Idol at the ring. Jimmy Hart's kicking away, and as is Rick Rude. Austin Idol getting attacked by 2 on 1. Oh no, Austin Idol evaded the punch. Rick Rude scurries out of the ring. Holy moly. This is a uh, feud of. Uh, it's been an intense feud for the last couple of weeks now between these two gentlemen. Austin Idol trying to get his T-shirt off. <laughs> Eventually does. <laughs> I guarantee you, Austin wants these guys back out here. As they jump him from behind and then work two against one and leave when it looks like Austin is uh, is going to take charge. Yeah, you hear that, right baby? You hear what I'm saying right there? Can you hear what we're talking about here? We're talking about the All-American Backjumper guy. We're talking about a D who plays a big hard game. We're talking about a D. Who don't mind beating up a woman? You know what we're talking about? We're talking about a low-life, yellow-bellied coward, David. We're talking about a dude who would have to, picture in your mind, who would have to stand at the top of a stepladder just to reach a snake's belly. We're talking about the low-life scum of the earth. But you know what else we're talking about? We're talking about revenge. We're talking about my time. And my time's coming. Because you see, all I gotta do, Dave, all I gotta do is climb a 10-foot pole. And you know what's sitting on top of that pole, darling? Well, in case you don't know, I do know. It's this, baby. It's a big, sharp razor belt. It's gonna be a strap, darling. That's gonna kill me some high. And I ain't gonna be happy until I see some flesh that is ripped open. Rick Dude thinks it's real sharp. Well, darling, when I get hold of this belt on top of that pole, I'm gonna show you you gotta be a whole lot than just sharp to take over an Austin Idol, darling, because I'm gonna cut like a knife. Feel it right now, darling. Feel it. Right here. I'm gonna teach you once and for all, punk. There's only one Caesar in Rome, and there's only one Caesar in wrestling. And you're looking at him because the devil is gonna spew right out of my guts and right out of my mouth, and I'm gonna eat you alive, chump. 
awards uh, for Rick Rude, and uh, they will meet the, uh, the strap on top of the 10-foot pole. We got more championship wrestling action coming up. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with it in just a moment. The, uh, the main event of the night, it is not going to be Hart and Leduc's corner and Dylan and Lawler's corner. That's going to be a tag team match. The managers are going to be in the ring. So main event of the night, Joe Leduc and Jimmy Hart in the ring against Jerry Lawler and J.J. Dillon. It's all Monday night at the Coliseum. Super night of action. Do not miss it. We're going to be back here with more championship wrestling and action in the ring in just one moment. Against Joe LaDuke, and LaDuke and Lawler both are going to have partners in a tag team match. Maybe we'll get, uh, get some comments from the King about uh, this action coming up here. Well, maybe before we, before we talk, could we just uh, watch the tape? Now, this was, you know, this was a, a hard-fought match. I knew that whenever I went in the ring with Joe LaDuke, that's exactly what it was going to be. And um, the outcome was not exactly what I had anticipated. No. But anyway, let's, let's watch the film, then we'll okay. talk. Yeah, we've got that. We've seen footage of Joe Duke and Jerry Lawler. Oh, Jerry Lawler getting slammed on that uh, heavy table. I get that annihilated by some right hands by Joe Duke. Paul Morton's a referee here. Haven't seen Paul for quite a while. Oh, Duke now with some kicks. Crowd going absolutely fucking bananas here. Strap is down, the strap is down. JJ Dillon on the outside, cheering on Lawler. Big round by Lawler. Rocks the big Canadian. And again, down goes LeDuc. Big round again. Joe LeDuc is rocked. Oh! Crowd chanting with the punches. Egan the King on. Julie Duke is down. Oh! That one broke up the big Canadian and he uh, knocked down Lawler. Now he's got his belt off. Whipping, whipping him. It's whipping, it's whipping season here in Memphis. Last week we had Austin and uh, Rude, and this week the Duke's choking uh, Lawler now with this belt. I think Hart and Dylan and Brawling on the outside. Kick by Lawler goes for the pile driver. He's going for the pile driver. Bah! Drops him with the pile driver behind the referee's back. Referee's distracted by Hart and Dylan. Big right hand by Lawler. Lawler now choking LeDuc with a uh, belt. LeDuc. Jimmy Hart's now in. Attacking Jimmy uh, Jerry Lawler by. Bob on the behind. I think the referee's called for the bell. Disqualification. Oh! JJ Dillon's now in. In his tights and boots. He's got some powder. Turn around, Jimmy Hart. Boom! Powder to the face. Lawler and LeDuc still brawling. As is Dillon and Hart. All four men in the ring. This is obviously what leads to this tag match coming up this Monday. JJ Dillon brings in Jimmy Hart. Jerry, Jerry's going to whip him now. He's going to get some leather on fucking flesh here, and oh, right in the mush with the with the with the 
belt. Yeah. Unusual assistance there, to say the least. Well, it was some unusual assistance, and everybody, you know, from the time I got out of my car out here today, everybody has been saying to me, what in the world are you doing now? Here you've just gotten away from Jimmy Hart, you've just gotten away from Joe LaDuke, and now all of a sudden you tie up with J.J. Dillon. J.J. Dillon, yeah. Well, I have a reason for this, and the reason is Jimmy Hart. Not because I think that I need J.J. Dillon to offset Jimmy Hart. That's not it at all. What it is is, you know, if it's one thing that I hate, if it's one thing that I can't stand, is when that little pencil neck wimp comes out here and says, this is the greatest day of my life. This is the happiest day of my life. I hate that. Do you understand what I'm saying? I would do anything, anything at all, to cause Jimmy Hart some pain and some suffering and some heartache. And I know more than, you know, he's had a fractured leg, he's had a fractured jaw, he's had a broken hand, he's had it all done to him. And he's been hurt a lot in the past. But the one thing that kills Jimmy Hart more than anything is when that big inflated ego of his has to suffer. And he really thinks that he's the greatest wrestling manager in the world. But down there Monday night, when J.J. Dillon pins Jimmy Hart, it's going to hurt him worse than anything that's ever happened to him in the wrestling business because he's going to have to realize at that moment that he is not as good as J.J. Dillon, that he is not the manager that J.J. Dillon is, that he is nothing more than, as I said, a pencil neck wimp and nothing but a piece of garbage. And Hart, let me tell you, brother, one way or another, I'm going to make sure that J.J. Dillon pins your stinking skinny little shoulders to the mat only after he's busted that little fat head of yours wide open and we see the blood run down your face. And as for you, Joe LaDuke, you tried everything in your arsenal. You tried to throw me out on that table again. You picked me up over it. You did everything that you could possibly do, but Joe LaDuke, I'm still here and I'm back for more, brother. And I'm going to be right down there looking you right in the eye Monday night. And you know they got a lot of farmers in this area in the south. Well, I'm going to do a little farming myself. I'm going to do some planting and I'm going to do some raising. I'm going to plant my fist on that ugly head of yours down there Monday night. And I'm going to raise some bumps and some lumps and some bruises. So come on down, Joe LaDuke and Jimmy Hart, because me and J.J. Dillon are waiting for you, brother. All right, It will be LaDuke and Hart in the ring against Jerry Lawler and this man... James J. Dillon. This coming week, everybody's talking about the Boogie Jam 84. Probably one of the greatest happenings in all of professional wrestling, and I want to wish the Boogeyman himself, one Jimmy Valiant, the best of luck. I have a lot of respect and admiration for him, but the match that really, really intrigues me, and on all honesty, I've had to pick up the phone very early in the morning on two different occasions this week and to phone Eddie Marlin just to just to clarify in my own mind that it wasn't some type of a dream. James J. Dillon and Jerry the King Lawler as tag team partners. Jerry the King Lawler and James J. Dillon, tag team partners against Joe LaDuke and Jimmy Hart. But I'm convinced that it's real. And I've looked at the videotape tape replays of last week a hundred times because I just 
couldn't believe in my own mind that it really took place. But there, bigger than life, like a couple of dogs on a wounded animal, was Joe LaDuc and Jimmy Hart. And yes, it was Jerry Lawler that got him off me. And I remember when I cleared the, the blood from my eyes as I was laying prone on the canvas and I looked up and through the blur I saw the face of Jerry Lawler and I got up and prepared to defend myself because we faced each other so many times. And the people were screaming, no, no. It was Lawler that came to help you. You know, it's a funny thing. Many times I've seen a couple of wild dogs, a pack of dogs on a wounded animal. And I think that's what puts the human race one step above the animal kingdom, and it will always be that way because there's something in each and every one of us that says you must do something when you see a pack of dogs on a wounded animal. And Jerry Lawler didn't come to my aid last week because of any love for James J. Dillon, but it was that certain something inside that says what was happening wasn't right. Well, Jerry Lawler, come Monday, I'm going to be out there, and I'm going to give you 100%. Not because I feel any differently about you than I ever did before, because we've both become superstars in the world of professional wrestling, but obviously we've chosen separate paths to get to where we are today. But Jerry Lawler, I owe you. And I don't like owing anyone anything. And this coming week, I'm going to pay my dues. All right, you heard it from J.J. Dillon. He and Jerry Lawler will be partners. Boogie Jam 84, Monday night at the Memphis Mid-South Coliseum. Hey, quick reminder for you that uh, for wrestling results, you can catch them on Action News 5 uh, every Monday night at 10 o'clock after the matches, and then uh, highlights at 5 o'clock every Tuesday afternoon on Action News 5 with uh, Big Jack for the most complete wrestling coverage anywhere in the Mid-South area. Don't forget, too, uh, the King Show tomorrow at 11 o'clock, Jerry Lawler Show, 11 o'clock tomorrow right here on TV5. Hey, coming up tomorrow afternoon at 3, Jackson, Tennessee, champion. On the Boogie Woogie Man himself talking about handsome Jimmy Valle. In just a moment, he'll be taking a look at that. And Jimmy Hart followed by Joe LaDuke and, and bringing the card table. You know, Ben, I, you know, I can't wait to get my hands on J.J. Let me tell you something. You know, Lauder thinks he's so great. You're right, Lauder. He is. He's 40. He's 75 years old, man. He weighs 245 pounds, and he's also going to have a heart attack when I get my hands on him because I'm going to get him down, and I'm going to pound his face into the mat, baby. Right, Joe? Right, baby? Shut up, you bunch of freeloaders. How can I talk over here when they're screaming? Why don't you just throw them all out? Jerry Lawler, I said it before, you're a coward, and I'm going to say it again. Jimmy, set up that table. I said last week we're going to separate the man from the boys, and I'm going to say it again, David. Today I'm going to separate the man from the boys. Jerry Lawler, you think because J.J. Dillon's going to be in your corner, that you're going to accomplish everything you ever want to. No way, baby. If you're afraid that because Jimmy's here, we can send him away. We're just going to be you and me. Now, if you can't do it, if you're too scared, and you got a yellow streak in the back of your back, well, it's all right. If your mother didn't feed you your milk this morning, it's still all right. But now, from now on, the king, the real king, will be nobody else but the king of pain. Because I am 
the king of pain. Now, Lawler, if you have an ounce, a gram of guts in your intestine, in your inside, you're going to show up here and find out once and for all who is a man and who is a boy. So, Lawler, you've got about 30 seconds to show up. You yellows come Memphis, Tennessee, garbage. Do what they ought to do like they do with the drunks. Put your five days in the streets of Memphis and brushing the sidewalk. That's about as much as good as your work. So, Lola, what are you going to do? Where are you? In the back over there. Come on, boy. Come on, King. Hey, if he's Bring your mother with you. If he's scared, Joe, I'll leave. Off. You know, I'm not a woman beater. Bring, your, bring that mother of yours. Come on, Lawler, come, come on out, baby. Come on. Joe LaDuke, the greatest wrestler in the hey. world, man. Hey, Lawler, if you're scared to come out here and arm, arm wrestling, I'll go to the back. I'll go to the back. Okay. Here he is, Joe. Here he is. Here he is. There's the king. I'll leave, Dave. I'll leave, okay? Thank you, Jim. Yeah, leave. Let me tell you something, LaDuke. I don't know if this is some kind of little game that you're used to playing, but I I just want to say this. Stick around, you wimp. Don't run off. I just want to say this, Don't LaDuke. you call him wimp. Don't talk like that to my friend Jimmy. You want to say something? Say it, because we got something to do here. I'm not trying to stand out here, LaDuke, and say that I can arm wrestle you and match strength with you. I know that you're strong, and I know that you're big and you're tough. Anybody that can hold back a car or anybody that can pull a car, sure, they're strong. They're stronger than me. But where you're weak, LaDuke, is up here, brother. That's where you're weak. That's your problem. Now, I don't, another thing, I don't play with fire, see, because it's not something you play with. When you play with fire, you get burned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the whole idea. That's the whole idea. Do you see any scar on my hand? Take a look there, Brown. Is there any scar on my hand from there, fire? There are none, no. Lawler! Come on, I'm not going to hit you. It's all right. All we want to do is find out who is the man and who is... What, is, what shall we call it? Well, we got the, we got two chairs. There's one. Can we get another chair? Yeah, we're gonna get a we're we're gonna we're gonna get another. Yeah, Joe got his own chair. All right. All right. Now, the only thing you have to do is grab my hand and put it down until you can burn me. All right, the candles, the candles both lit, and Jerry and Joel set with uh, with the arm wrestling. So we've got to, looks like we're going to be having this arm wrestling match, Joel Duke and Jerry Lawler. The candles are lit both sides of the table. Both men have got their hands locked. And Jerry Lawler trying to... Uh, Trying to power Aladuke down. Lola trying to uh, 
trying everything he can to get that arm down. Now Leduc's powering Lawler down. Getting closer and closer to that candle. Closer and closer. Oh, Lawler's going to be feeling that hate for sure from that candle. Oh, good God! Lawler throws fire into the face of Leduc. Holy shit! Lawler just threw fire. Lawler just threw fire. Leduc has gone over the top of the commentation station. Holy Christ! Joe Leduc holding his face. He just had his face burnt. Lawler just grabbed a candle and just... Holy Christ! Hard coming out here to uh, to assist Leduc. Leduc insisted on the challenge. Good God Almighty! Lawler just got the candle from the other on the other side and just went push and threw it in the face of Joe Leduc. Joe Leduc went flying across the studio, across the, turned over the table, and he's now being helped by Jimmy Hart. He's got Jimmy Hart's got the towel around his face trying to protect his face from burning any more than it has done already. Holy moly! being helped out of here by Hart. And I tell you what, I think we're going to have to take a break and kind of reorganize uh, everything here. We'll be back with you with more championship wrestling in a moment. As promised, I want you to take a look at uh, this special on the Boogie Woogie Man himself. He's coming your way. Be watching for him. Handsome Jimmy Valiant. Music for Jimmy Valiant. We've got the uh, the boogie the boogie jam coming this Monday in the Mid South Coliseum. Is it the boogie jam they called it? Where is it gone? I think it's the boogie jam. Yeah, boogie jam '84 coming up this Monday. Jimmy Valiant is going to be facing the masked assassin number two in a hair versus mask Paul Jones handcuffed to Jerry Lawler match. Um, I guess this probably won't be. We probably won't see any of this match after from next week because this is um, nothing to do with Memphis. This is more Mid Atlantic. This is but also on the card. They're going to be getting Rick McCord versus Dan Brower, King Conquer versus Johnny Wilhite, Ox Baker versus Art Cruz, Randy Savage versus Dutch Mantel, Scott Shannon versus Jesse Ortega, a pole strap. $5,000 on top of a pole match between Austin Arnold and Rick Rude. New Fabulous Ones versus the PYTs, Jerry Lawler and JJ Dillon versus Jimmy Hart and Joe LaDuke. 7,591 are witnessing this historical boogie jam. Not entirely sure the, uh, the origins or anything around it. Some Jimmy Valiant, he's going to be in the area. You try, 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 you
So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We've just covered two weeks here of television. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed. Like I said earlier, the um, I'd have thought this one would have been more wrestling-orientated and the other one would have been more promo-orientated. But it seemed to be the other way around. But hopefully you've enjoyed that and we've... Um, 
we've seen some things, we've been some places, we've uh, seen some uh, fire and some intensity and some new people and some old people and it's, it's, it's been quite an entertaining hour and 43 minutes. So ladies and gentlemen, I'll uh, let you all go. Please, before we go, do not forget to follow us on Twitter at Old Bakery Pro. If you can, please leave a review, uh, let me know you're enjoying the show. Um, It'd be nice to get some feedback from some of you. Um, I know there's, I've get, we get quite a few listeners on both for the place to be and the rest of Copia, but it'd be nice to get some feedback for some people so you can slide into my DMs or whatever or comment and stuff and also find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at Memphiscast. There is links in the description so you can watch the videos. You can join the uh, over 400 subscribers that we've got. We've got a nice little community going. There's a lot of guys that will comment on um, some of the shows. There's some of you, some of the guys on the who comment on the shows actually have been to the shows. Uh, there's a couple of guys who have been to the like the Pro Wrestling USA tapings um, and all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's really nice to hear from people that it, uh, what I'm doing is arousing some memories of uh, past glories. So... Um, Yes, next week we will be in April of 1984. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown and Jerry Jarrett. And until next time...